Hollywood. <laughs> the famous celebrities in Hollywood. And it's the Oscars in 2023. The whale and me and everything everywhere in an Asheran. Just let that sit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, let that sit. Let that sink in. Let that Hold sink for in. the applause. Yeah. And then we'll do the rest of the episode. Oh, I'm going to insert applause. Here. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, welcome to How Do We Human? It's the podcast where we overanalyze all the weird, uncomfortable micro moments in life. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Evan Cox. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Binning. Hey, today we're talking about frame we're talking about celebrities we're mostly going to be talking about the oscars (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) but before we get to that i would love to know how chris is doing and therefore chris yeah how's chris doing chris is doing fine ah great i recently uh for the first time (laughs) went to the red cross to donate blood really wow yeah that's something that my fiance has done many a time over her life and had often been um saying you know oh we should go together uh because i don't know my (laughs) blood type and she thinks that's weird i yeah hey is blood an episode let's make blood an episode <laughs> hey save it for halloween baby Ooh, i like it uh i also don't know my blood type and i've had to give a stupid amount of blood <laughs> so uh i think you're a step ahead of me if you want if you want someone to you know weigh uh, that against yeah okay i'm the bigger um. mess <laughs> But uh, so I walk in there, um, you know, you got to answer some questions. They do the finger prick um, to get a little tiny sample before they do the full draw. Um, They gave us instructions the day before um, that was like, make sure you get a good night's sleep. Yeah. And make sure you drink an extra 16 ounces of water. Okay. Here's the thing, Red Cross. <laughs> I am never fully hydrated. <laughs> so I took that as a challenge. Oh, boy. So I way overhydrated. Oh, boy. I had about 45 ounces of water that morning before yeah. going to the Red Cross. Um, I walk in there. They do the finger prick. And holy... Holy hell, did that hurt? Um, <laughs> because I have so much water in my system. <laughs> feel like a balloon. <laughs> that it just like burst out a little bit of blood. <laughs> then we go over, we do, you know, we, uh, my fiance and I are sitting in chairs across from each other as wow. they uh, draw our blood. Um, she has tiny veins, so hers, that even though sucks. she started uh well before me we finish about you know a couple minutes apart um because my blood my veins are blasting that bag you know what i'm saying we're filling it up Mm. um and the right before i got in the chair they were like do you have to use the restroom and i was like no and then the second the needle went into my arm oh man i have to pee worse than i ever have in my entire life (laughs) Um, yeah, 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 lick 
liquid coming out of you. you yeah. Start going like, Maybe more. Maybe more. <laughs> but um, I, you know, fill the bag. The uh, nurse or the attendant, I don't know what they're called there, um, comes over. <laughs> and uh, they're like, when was the last time you gave blood? And I was like, that was it. <laughs> that was the only <laughs> time I've given blood. 30 seconds um, ago. And the person was like, well, well you're going to be here for a while. Um, the guy in the chair next to me, it was also his first time giving blood, and he yeah. passed out. Yeah. Um, so they treated me and him the same, even though I did not yeah. pass out. And we're like, you two need to stay here for a while until your body, like, you know, is ready to move over to the like snack area. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> um, so we do that and then I, I start heading over there, but they don't offer if I need to use the restroom again. Oh no. And now I feel awkward asking. <laughs> especially because all over the front uh like check in area are signs that say no public restrooms. What? Yeah. So Bullshit. like I I don't know what to do, so I just hold it and then we, you know, floor it back over to our apartment. But um, what a nightmare! I guess at the end of the day, that's how I'm doing. And I, my question for you, Evan, <laughs> was that story giving blood, as the kids say? What is was that giving? giving blood mean? That was giving blood. What does that mean? Uh, you're too old. Evan, yeah. how you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm flustered. People say like, oh, it's giving this. Oh, it's giving this. Like it's giving it's giving life. It's giving podcast. It's giving life. What? It's giving, it's giving yeah. podcast. Yeah. Oh, who gives a shit? It's stupid. Did this. But what, I wanted no. to know if my story about giving blood was giving blood. It was not. Thanks. Evan, how you doing? <laughs> Good, mostly because I've kept uh, most of my blood in my body recently. I've uh, I really don't like that process. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to go back. I'm going to have time. When they give me the information about my blood type, that's that's the win. And so we walk away. I've never ever and I never will ever give blood <laughs> i only have my blood taken <laughs> they mm. take it from me uh it's not willing and uh it's not good it's a bad time uh if you need blood go go get it from chris's girlfriend we're, <laughs> we're done <laughs> i uh i have a much uh smaller story uh a little micro tale I was, uh, as I often do, uh, getting ready to take a bath, especially in mm. these colder months. Woo, it's been chilly lately, and I like yeah, it. Yeah, there's snow on the mountain by my uh, <laughs> apartment. I know. Jocelyn and I are going out there next week, taking a peek. Uh, I was getting ready to take a bath. I put the little plug thing in the thing and the the water's running i got the i got bubble bath because of course i got bubble bath you gotta have bubble bath it smells like laughter i put my bubble bath in <laughs> and i see a little thing floating in the water oh you got a floater 
Yeah, and it looks like a little piece of paper or cardboard or something. It was kind of brown. I had a brown floater. I feel like we've had a okay. shit joke near the start of every episode <laughs> for the last like five episodes. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is going bad. Uh, so it looked like a little piece of cardboard or something. So I was like, well, let me grab that and get it out. I don't want to bathe with that. And I pick it up. I'm feeling it in my hand and I set uh-huh. it down. And that's when I see it was a spider. That would have been a solid like inch and a half wide if it had been alive. And I hated that. (laughs) That's what I had just held in my hand. (laughs) Yeah. You would rather have held a brown floater in your hand. (laughs) Absolutely. 100%. If you gave me the choice, (laughs) would you rather hold a dead spider or a small piece of shit? I think I would actually choose a small piece of shit. <laughs> I'd wash my hands and I would probably never think about it again. That spider is yeah. going to dig deep. Mm-hmm. Bury into my soul. In fact, it already did because that literally happened. <laughs> this isn't a hypothetical. Uh, that's the whole thing. Spiders are my just childhood hate. I've always hated them. I get they do good things in the world. Fuck them. I don't like looking at them and I definitely don't like touching them. Yeah. So, are there any famous spiders? Charlotte, of course. Yeah, um, I forgot the spider was Charlotte. Aragog, not Charlotte's monster. <laughs> 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 Little did you know, <laughs> Charlotte was the doctor. The doctor was a woman. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's is that the Lord of the Rings spider? I think Aragog is the Harry Potter spider. Who's the, the Lord of the Rings spider? I don't know spider. what the name oh, of the Lord hate, of the Rings spider is. I hate is. both of these. I hate, I hate giant spiders. It's bad news. Yeah. Uh, famous spider, the spider insider. Oh. Uh, a lady swallowed a fly and then swallowed a spider to go after the fly. That's a, that's a mess. Just oh, bleach. She ended up swallowing a cow <laughs> or a horse. That, um, to get the cow to get the dog to get the cat to get the rat to get the spider to get the fly she swallowed all these things it's a big jaw fucking tell me about it <laughs> uh speaking of big jaws the movies you yeah. know like jaws bruce spielberg <clears throat> uh, uh you know other other big jaw bruce uh darn he's got a nice jaw Mm. Mm. Um sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Evan, the ninety fifth Academy Awards, they're coming up. Uh 95. they're what, eleven days away from when we're recording this? Uh and even fewer from when this episode's coming out. Yeah. When it is uh, is it the day after this comes out? Or I mean the day before? When does this come out? This comes out on a Monday, and then the Oscars come out the following Sunday. Ah, got it. Um, last year, of course, we did a live stream of oh, yeah. the Academy Awards due we're, to we're not scheduling. Doing that this year. <laughs> That's uh, probably not going to happen this year. We should have mentioned that earlier <laughs> than this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But we're still a couple of little movie fiends, and so we definitely want to talk about uh, these upcoming Oscars. Yeah. Uh, who we think will win. Um, who we think's getting slapped. Uh, <laughs> all those burning questions. Who who would? Who could get slapped? We don't know the who presenters could get yet, slapped? do we? I don't think we know the presenters. I mean, obviously, several of the winners from last year will present. True. I don't know who they'll have present in Will Smith's Ooh. place. Chris Rock? Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know who that could be. Uh, who could it be now? Alfonso Ribeiro. <laughs> Keep it in the Fresh <laughs> Prince family. Is DJ Jazzy Jeff going to be the one that presents... Uh, Best actress? I don't know. I would like that. I would like it. Um, I you know the Oscars YouTube channel has been <laughs> as they often do. Um, you know, blowing their own horn or whatever. Uh, <laughs> really, really uh, talking about how how great the Oscars are, and they've they're interviewing. All, a bunch of nominees or people associated with nominated projects yeah um to be like oh, what's the most memorable oscar moment what do you remember about the oscars and they're all like when sally field won when the roberto benini, roberto benini. Won. <laughs> it's like, no the most memorable moments are when they announced best picture wrong when uh will smith slapped a man live on television yeah. and when john travolta said the wicked he's wickedly talented <laughs> Adele Dazeem. those are the three talented. most memorable oscar moments uh, um some people admittedly did say um the the streaker whenever that happened in like the uh, 70s or 80s or 90s or whatever uh i'll ex- i'll accept that answer as well <laughs> but uh uh, those other three were not mentioned a single time. <laughs> I would like to, I mean, just in general. I mean, Chris is always putting his shoe in, but I, I would like to put both our shoes in. All yeah. four of our shoes in. I'll put all oh, four of our shoes in. We've got great shoes uh, yeah. to host uh, the Absolutely. Academy Awards. Oh, my God. And then each presenter, when we're presenting the presenters, call Every one of them wickedly talented. <laughs> we don't have to say Adele Dazeem. We don't have to name. go over the top. Yeah, butcher, butcher every single name. <laughs> the wickedly talented <laughs> Benny Del Torrenti. <laughs> uh, you gotta love it. You gotta love you it. You gotta love it. We uh, in a as a so what first year we did do our little Oscar extravaganza episode of with course. Mary and Adam uh, and, and Wes. Wes right that was <laughs> fuck and we never had that many guests on at the same time again. <laughs> that <was a> <laughs> yeah, that was a lot. <laughs> um, uh, so you know, I think we we give ourselves a little like. We don't want to do the same episode over and over again. Uh, <laughs> right. So this time we've we've put it in the the little little glove box of uh, <laughs> talk about fame and celebrity. Uh, yeah. Realistically, we're mostly just going to talk about movies and the Oscars. Uh, but as a broad, uh, I had I had pitched this as a topic a while ago, and you said, "Fuck no." <laughs> 
<laughs> and the Oscars came up and you're like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> but I was thinking of in the realm of like, there's the obvious, you know, uh, famous people are famous. Yeah. Uh, it's great to be famous. It sucks to be famous, Correct. et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we, I mean, we talk about attention, wanting attention, not wanting attention and working careers and or jobs where you know in creative fields Mm -hmm. to what degree given all that information given that the crux of celebrity to what degree is there still something in you that wants to be famous um that's a great question it's thank you a lot less than it used to be when i was younger since the slap (laughs) Yeah, yeah. In the pre-slap days, I was like, "Give me that fame." That um, could happen. I could get beat up <laughs> while I'm famous. <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah. I, I am still. There's a part of me that still wants a level of fame. Yeah. Um, but I think I'd like to be in like the B list or the C where like not everybody knows who I am and not everybody cares, but I'm just famous enough to get the like basic, like people are going to be nicer to me. Yeah. (laughs) And I'll have a little, I'll have more opportunities to do stuff. Yeah. Um, because the type of work that I would like to do is to be in the industry as a writer um a, a like bit part supporting actor yeah. um maybe a director uh maybe a producer and these are all roles in which um if the projects turn out as good as you hope could get you a level of fame Notoriety. but the um rabid nature um that the internet has turned people into really makes me not want to be famous uh, because of the intense microscope that you are under at all times uh you can't wild say anything because it'll make someone upset yeah you can't say nothing because that will also make people upset so it's just a very uh thin line that you have to walk and i think most of the people who walk it were famous uh were famous before the internet um and some people are able to come back from you know being the internet's punching bag for (laughs) a day or a month or a year or whatever um but i think that you see this a lot with young celebrities where they're like i think the first person that i recognized it happened to was jennifer lawrence mm-hmm. um where like she is the internet is obsessed everything that she does yeah. is put on a pedestal um until she does one thing mildly annoying and mm-hmm. then um everyone jumps and dog piles on that person yeah. um hates them and then discards them it's so Um, weird 
So watch your back, Jenna Ortega. (laughs) (laughs) You're up. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's alarming. It's it's weird how people it is. do that. I think it's like an image thing. Like they have a specific image of who a famous person is in their head. And if that alters slightly, they're like, you're not who I thought you were, you fucking <laughs> <Right>. monster. <laughs> yeah. Like, All right. Chill out. Uh, yeah. It turns out all along it was Charlotte's monster. Uh, Evan, what level of fame uh, are you looking for? Oh, make Any? me an A-lister ASAP. Get me in <laughs> those rooms. Uh, no, I, I I think at this point I've, <laughs> you know, I'm not, uh, I don't, I basically everything that you've said, like, I don't want that. And I recognize that my inclinations as a human being everything we fucking talk about in this podcast would be amplified in so many negative ways yes <laughs> if i were famous uh but it's my my subconscious uh, it's still there i've just got a there's a small little drive in me that's like maybe that'd be mm-hmm. nice uh, more people should know who i am right they'd love me <laughs> right if millions of people knew who I were, they would love me. Who I were? <laughs> if millions of people knew who I were, they'd love me. I'm already going to get torn apart. <laughs> if I famous, just for saying that, I'd go viral. I'd be a gif. I'd be ruined. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't want any of that, but my subconscious is still right there. Probably because at a younger age, I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Whatever, music or movies or whatever I do. I'll be famous. Yeah, I I, I would like some level of fame. I think it would be fun to host Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah. It would also probably be fun to be a cast member, but I feel like I would prefer to just host it and leave. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So... But they don't let regular people do that. No, uh, you got to be famous. There should be a draft, right? Yeah. <laughs> One episode every year of SNL, every <laughs> registered voter. Oh, that kind of draft. Not like a fantasy football draft, like a military no. draft. <laughs> a military draft where, um, <laughs> you know, uh, uh a name for a musical guest gets pulled and a name for a host gets pulled. See, I would love this. I would love and it. One episode every year, the regular people have to host and perform at SNL. That's some people's you still get the nightmares. Cast, but the host and the musical guest are just randos off the street. Yeah. I, there'd be draft dodgers for sure. There'd be people oh, who sure. wouldn't show up for their country. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I love that idea, <laughs> uh, and I'm sure I would uh, see that, that. This is what it is. It's like I see fame as such a negative. Uh, outside, of, like the the perks you're talking about, some sort of notoriety in a positive way that would be nice. Ability to get creative shit done that would be nice, but as a general whole for your life it feels like a, a a bit of a negative i forget what the fuck i'm talking about what was it what were we just saying 
I talked myself uh, into a hole. The draft. Of the draft. <laughs> um, so it, it, a bit of a negative, but, and this is where my subconscious comes in, where, yeah, if it were random, if I were drafted to host Saturday Night Live, yep. <laughs> I have no doubt that I would crush it and be everyone's favorite person ever. One hundred percent. I if I were randomly no selected to host this. SNL, they would. I it would be very quick that I would arrive in that five timers club. Oh yes, they would be so impressed that they would ask me back during the regular celebrity time of uh, oh, yeah. the seasons. Yeah, uh, you just have that little. I people would forget that I wasn't in the original cast. <laughs> like John Belushi, Gilda Radner, Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd, Jane Curtin, Evan Cox, <laughs> Garrett Morris. <laughs> Did I forget anybody? <laughs> Probably. I was waiting for you to say Garrett Morris. I wasn't I really listening for any of the other names. <laughs> He's so fucking funny. Uh, we should probably start talking about these movies that came out this year, but uh, those are those are some general thoughts about it. I don't know. Do you want to be famous out there, or does that sound like a fucking nightmare? <laughs> Let us know in the chat. <laughs> so we're not going to be going through every single category. Um, because we also have a little game to play at the end. <laughs> little game. Um, but we are going to be talking about several of these categories, talking about who we think will win. As always, um, uh, and by as always, I mean like the one other time we did <laughs> this. Uh, we are recording it. Uh, uh, voting isn't even open yet, so there's still time for intense backlash to come True. at one of these nominees and uh and and change the outcome of some of these races but um for now we're talking best picture best director those four acting categories those two screenplay categories uh best animated feature uh best cinematography uh anything else evan that i'm forgetting yeah we got that director uh i we might we might just go i i wrote a list we but then i was also like we'll see <laughs> I, okay my prediction is this episode goes way longer than we intended it to so we yeah. don't do every category <laughs> but <laughs> let's just see where let's see where the wind takes us where would you like to start, my dear boy? You see, there's now there's the fucking problem. Would it be <laughs> weird? Here's my thing. And why this episode's gonna run long. <laughs> Great. There's a part of me that's like kind of wanna just start with best picture and go down, because that's the way I wrote them. <laughs> but also because that gives us a brief little uh chance to talk about. The movies ahead of time. Sure. And then the rest of the categories we can kind of just run down. Okay. Yeah. So the 10 nominees for Best Picture, for anyone not in the know. All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, The Way of Water, The Banshees of Inishirin, Elvis, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, 
and women talking. I'm just now noticing those are in uh, alphabetical order. How nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? <laughs> I mean, they have one... to be so that <laughs> it's not like, this is the person who got the most nomination <laughs> votes. <so." laughs> there's one thing we can all agree on. At the Oscars, isn't it nice? They're all in alphabetical nice. order. <laughs> we love a good alphabetical order. Uh, of these, you and I have talked about most of these because we had seen them uh, previously. There are a handful, uh, though, that we uh, both just watched recently. Yeah, uh, I we have now seen all of them each. Is that correct? correct? Okay, good. I crushed it this year. I've seen so much of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> My takeaway after watching uh, one of the acting related movies yesterday, a lot of third act problems this year. <laughs> also a lot of movies I really loved. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Just if I'm is... having to narrow down on where I'm finding sure. issues. Sure. <laughs> it's um, late in the proceedings. The... Um... <laughs> This is one of the rare years where my favorite movie of the year is nominated yeah. for Best Picture. And wow, wow, wow. my second favorite movie of the year also nominated for Best Picture. Well, um, uh, Number one for me being Top Gun Maverick and number two being The Fablemans. Um, wow, wow. And then I like everything everywhere all at once. And I like the Banshees of Inishirin. And then I kind of grouped these into three groups of like, liked these, was eh on these. And then the last group of like, I respect it, but it's not for me at all. Uh, And so we've got the four that were in the like, I liked it (laughs) category. Yeah. The two that were like, eh, not really, you know, I liked parts of it, didn't like other parts, is All Quiet on the Western Front sure. and Tar. Yeah. And then in that uh, bottom four category is uh, everything else. So Avatar, Elvis, Women Talking, and Triangle of Sadness. Right. And for the record, you watched Avatar on your phone? <laughs> uh, no, I watched it on my laptop. Got it. <laughs> Uh, if I'm, uh, mm, yeah, if I want to categorize them that sort of way, I don't, I don't know if my, I would say my favorite movie of the year is nominated. Uh, and I would say that's everything everywhere all at once. Uh, past that. Yeah. I would say that's, that's big. Number one, numero uno, but I mean, uh, then the movies I really loved, but didn't quite reach there, but I loved them. I go avatar. Love that shit. Come at me, bitches. Uh, <laughs> Fablemans. I'd put tar, uh, banshee or did I say banshees? Banshees. I don't know. I uh, I was surprised even though I was expecting to like this to some capacity. I fucking loved women talking. I was not expecting that. That probably makes my top 10 of the year. I, I loved it. Wow, nice. I thought it was fucking great. I want to retitle it. Uh, 
uh, uh, women and Ben Wishaw talking. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think women talking is the best title of the year because um, there's very few ways that I can say I didn't like that movie. Yeah. Without sounding like a huge <laughs> Well, you don't like women talking? I don't like women talking. Wow. Okay. Women talking? Not for me. Not for me. Uh, I love The Fablemans. I love Tar. I just loved all these movies. Uh, Elvis probably would be the bottom of that list, but I really liked Elvis. Everything except fucking uh, just Boz Lerman, Boz Lermaning all over the fucking place. If he could, yeah. could have restrained himself for a fucking second. <laughs> <laughs> I really would have loved that movie. Uh, Top Gun, Triangle of Sadness. I, I loved Tar. I don't know. I loved it all. I'm a lover. Uh, all Quiet on the Western Front. I loved most of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Hit those third act problems again. Um, if, But yeah, if I'm making a pick, and this is, this is my predict. Okay. It's biased. Because I'm going with my favorite movie of the year. Yeah. <laughs> I think Everything Everywhere All at Once has a shot to win it. I'm hopeful because out of that whole list, that movie's weird as fuck. Yeah. And that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> I would love for the Daniels to have a, a best picture winner. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, I'm torn because the way that they vote for best picture is you have to, everybody has to rank the the votes and then whichever one. Uh, or rank the nominees, okay. <laughs> and then whichever one. These votes um, are better than those votes. <laughs> Let's yeah. go with these votes. Um, <laughs> yeah, someone. A lot drops of people in Congress says Moonlight and La La Land. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, but they rank all the nominees, and whichever has the highest percentage gets pushed towards the top. So it, it might not even be the one that everybody puts. At number one, right? Like a bunch of people put it at works. number one, and then another bunch of people put it at number ten. Yeah, but uh, almost everybody puts the same movie at number two. Then that number two movie could win. That's um, a good strategy, and I I know what that movie would be in my head. I want to hear. I see. I'm torn between everything, everywhere, all at once, and Top Gun Maverick winning. Really um, because everything everywhere all at once certainly seems to be doing pretty well in the awards circuit. Yeah. <laughs> but do I think it's a movie that everyone in the Academy will like? <laughs> Not really. I weirdly But I do, do think Top Gun Maverick is a movie everybody would like. See, in so. my mind, that second spot would be not in like order that I liked them, but in terms of what yeah. I see, like. Even though it is a strange movie, uh, I would say Banshees. Has I thought more of Banshees a was was uh, a strong contender for a while, and now I think it's at like number four. Yeah, um, I think the Fablemans would get in. Here's my early too, because Hollywood loves a movie about the inspiring love of cinema. Here's here's the thing, <laughs> as we've done several. Oscar-related episodes now. Yeah. I'm always riding that fucking train <laughs> because it was such a trend. <laughs> Every fucking year, I'm going, hey, the Academy loves a movie about Hollywood. It has not sure. gone my way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also, the Academy has not really, weirdly, uh, has not particularly been in love with Steven Spielberg lately, which is strange. Yeah. I would say this is 
my favorite Steven Spielberg movie in a little bit. I really loved the Fablemans. Uh, but I don't know in my head that combined, I can't see it. I think it would deserve it. Yeah. I think it's fucking great, but I have trouble seeing it. Yeah. I, um, I think I am also going to say that everything everywhere all at once will win, but I think that Top Gun Maverick would not, it would not surprise me if that won. I, uh, uh, hmm. looking, looking back to, and we got to move on. But look, and well, and that's the thing is there's always you just never fucking know. Everyone could just vote for Avatar. You, you just you never know who's coming out. And again, I fucking loved Avatar. Best picture, <laughs> not in my mind, but it could fucking happen. You, you, we just don't know. All quiet on the Western Front. It could happen. It's a in my mind. This was a good year of best picture crops. But if I'm looking through these and past my very favorite movie, the movie that I would say I thought for me had zero problems that told a very complete story uh, that was super effective would be women talking. And I would I I don't know that I'd necessarily say that that might be that might be my second favorite movie of this list. I don't know. But uh, that's my dark horse winner. I could see that happening. OK, your dark horse winner is women talking. Dark horse winner. Women talking. Okay. My expectation and my wish, everything everywhere all at once. Which also let's you know, let's be honest, it also had some women talking. That's true. So um, let's not discount that fact. The old Bechdel test. I, I was that was a thought while watching women talking as they were having Ben Wishaw take the minutes. So technically, weren't all of them kind of talking to Ben Wishaw the whole time? <laughs> I don't think women talking passes the Bechdel test. Let's cancel women talking. <laughs> They're also talking about men the whole they time. They are talking Ooh. about men the whole time. <laughs> uh, honestly, would that would that have been a bad title? That might have been. A, I, I might have liked that as a title. Women talking about men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's not bad. Uh, I might have liked that. Not bad. All right, we got to move on. We got moving on to best on. director oh, sure. Martin McDonough, The Banshees of Inisherin, Daniel Kwan, and Daniel Scheinert. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Steven Spielberg, The Fablemans, Todd Field, Tar, and Ruben Ostlund, Triangle of Sadness. Now this this is a tough one because uh, as you were reading those out, a I hadn't considered that the Daniels could win that, which is weird because I'm so adamant about them winning Best Picture, and there's yeah. so much going on in that movie. But uh, I don't know directing. I chose Martin McDonough. I could also see Steven Spielberg winning, obviously. But in my mind, those are probably the top two. Martin Martin and Steve. Um, okay. But I think sometimes uh, there's a lot of movies this year. Not all of them in here, but like Women Talking, Banshees of Inisherin, and uh, that very much are plays, feel like plays, like little mm-hmm. one act, one location plays. Uh, and sometimes that uh, can show off a director a little bit more, which quite frankly, I'm, I'm just... Uh, loving on women talking today maybe because it was the more recent one I saw but like I'm kind of surprised to see Sarah Polly wasn't nominated that was uh, in terms of the like one act one location esque even though know, Banshees goes a couple of places but in that type of movie I thought she fucking crushed it and that was a very dynamic movie as much as people want to talk about it just being women sitting around talking uh, right. very uh, yeah I don't know 
so she gets my pick <laughs> right in. <laughs> yeah, real dark horse. But I, I pick Martin McDonough. Someone not even nominated. <laughs> I think uh, movies like that can show off a director's strengths a little bit better, uh, especially with uh, big old casts like that. Uh, that's my choice. Okay, I think um, I think that the two front runners are Stevie, Stevie, and the Daniels. I I uh, think it's between the Daniels and Steven Spielberg, uh, but I don't think that the same movie that wins Best Picture yeah. will win Best Director. I think they're going to split again, as they have in the last several years. Yeah. Um. And so I guess if I'm, I guess if I'm picking everything everywhere all at once for picture i'll pick spielberg Stevie. for director and it feels weird to say like i'd be so happy for him if he <laughs> <laughs> That's like the most decorated really, director really of all time but it feels, yeah. it, it's just such a personal story <laughs> i'd be very happy for the guy uh we're moving right along as the muppets once said chugga, um, chugga. best actor <gasps> We have uh, right. Austin Butler. Now let's get as it. Elvis in Elvis. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Colin Farrell for the Banshees of Inisherin. As Banshees, Brendan in Banshees, <laughs> Brendan Fraser as the Whale. <laughs> Paul Mescal in After Sun, and Bill Nye in Living. <clears throat> Do we feel like this award is is locked? <laughs> I no longer do. Okay. I've taken a turn. Now, I've seen all Ooh. of these movies except for Living. Okay. Uh, like you, I believe. And here's our chance to talk. Yes. Uh, the Way of Water. <laughs> uh-huh. The Whale. The Whale, is, the way I believe, is the Whale, the Way of Whales, uh, I believe, is the most recent movie we both watched. I just watched it last night. Uh, you uh, glimpsed, glimpsed, teased your thoughts on the yeah. movie in an email signature. <laughs> <laughs> I did, yeah. And I watched the movie. I definitely say I liked it more than you did, but uh, yeah, it's good. Third act problems. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I do think. Like I'm picking Brendan Fraser to win. Yeah, uh, I've seen three of these five movies. I've not okay. seen After Sun or Living. I have not seen. Um, Living, I think I said. I honestly, I would love it if Bill Nye won. <laughs> but um, there's a because there's always here. Okay, uh, uh, not to not to shut you up for a sec because yeah. I'm talking nonstop because <laughs> this is what happens when we do what these is episodes. This? And Evan I talking. Evan talking. Ooh, let's do it. Uh, just be me, <laughs> just in a room, <laughs> a bunch of me's. Um, and I'm taking the minutes. <laughs> let's do it. Um, I right now, when you look at all the award shows that have happened up to now, this all yes, all the acting court categories feel like a lock. I and think, I, and that that's. Wrong. The two it's male categories feel like a lock. I, I don't think that the women are locked in. Yet. I think the women are locked in. Not in terms of they definitely will win, but I think right now, m moving through all of the awards, it's been Brenda Fraser, Michelle Yeoh, it's been um, Kiwi Kwan, and uh, Hong Chow. 
Uh, that is not what I have seen. No, <laughs> at all. No. This is um, interesting. But I, I mean, skipping to best supporting actor, yeah, I think Kihi Kwan is is absolutely the lock uh, <laughs> winner. Yeah, interesting. And then so, I think, uh, like, if I could, if I could say that Kihi Kwan is like a hundred percent, or we'll say ninety nine percent, you know, for for safety, I, I yeah. would say Brendan Fraser's at like a ninety percent going to win. I. Man, long story short, what I'm trying to say is I feel like I feel like that's what I've seen and that's not going to happen. There's always one upset amongst all of these. Okay. And I don't know. I mean, I am I uh, hey, it's what I wrote down. I have to pick Brandon Fraser. Fraser. Mm-hmm. Sorry. We know this now. But A, Bill Nye, he's old and British. Sure. You gotta love yes. that. You B, gotta love it. <laughs> B, I don't see Elvis winning anything else. And Austin Butler's really fucking good in Elvis. <laughs> and Austin I, Butler carried that movie 100%. back. And I, he played a real life person, which the Academy yes. uh, loves. <laughs> so. It would be a massive upset. And hey, fuck it. My, these picks don't matter. <laughs> I'm going to pick Austin <laughs> Butler. Uh, this is why every year when we do, we, we put together our full list, we'll find like a competition or something and compete against each yeah. other. I always lose <laughs> because I just, I like the long shots, baby. Uh, yeah. Brenda Fraser most likely will win. And, and and I do think he's great in the whale. Um, but I'm going to pick Austin Butler. Yeah, I mean, I think that Brendan Fraser is good in The Whale. Um, I just, I don't know if it's because it, like, The Whale was one of the few movies that I had not seen that I was, like, remotely curious in. Yeah. And it took me forever to find find it. Yeah. Um, Much like Captain Ahab. Yes, I was searching for that whale, and then when I found it, I was like, "Oh, what the fuck is this?" <laughs> um, I think that Kihi Kwan and Brendan Fraser are both, uh, of course, both in Encino Man, but also yes. both they get to ride that um, like comeback story narrative of like, yeah, oh, they've been gone for so long. Isn't it nice that they're back but isn't this just kind of a legacy award for encino man yeah i think (laughs) that's what this is all about right (laughs) should Polly shore come out in will smith's place that'd be great (laughs) that'd be awesome (laughs) fuck it uh because there's no other reason to talk about it i'll say after sun is either my second or third favorite movie of the year uh i love that wow uh not enough attention paul mescal awesome zero chance of winning <laughs> he's really fucking fantastic uh moving uh, over to best actress kate yeah. blanchett for tar yeah anna de armas for blonde yeah andrea riseborough for two leslie yeah michelle williams for the fablemans yeah. and michelle yo for everything everywhere all at once this is correct uh did i pick i forgot let me check i'm looking at two different lists uh so i I did pick michelle yo i think she's wonderful i think she's given a lot to do 
Uh, and I think everybody loves Michelle Yeoh. It's just, and it's been a while since she's been as in the spotlight. Kate Blanchett feels like the other uh, likely winner, but it, in my in my viewings, hey, Anna Dermas was really, really fucking good in that movie, which had massive third act problems. <laughs> <laughs> I've yeah, not I mean, seen to Leslie. Yeah. I think that, um, you know, there's plenty of controversy with her nomination, uh, Andrea Riseborough. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it matters. I think it's only going to be Blanchett or uh, Yo as the two people yeah. who are, have a shot at this award. Uh, yeah. And I, I've also picked Michelle Yo because uh, Kate Blanchett's won twice already. Yes. Three times. She's very twice. good in it. She yeah, she's very good uh, in it. Uh, it's a we, very good performance. We, but. we haven't talked much about Tar, and it sounds like I liked it more than you did. But come on, that ending's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> um, I feel like it has a, a pretty good payoff. <laughs> I yeah, I mean, I liked Tar. Um, I just uh, there are also things about it that I d- didn't really like. Uh, yeah. And they're things that I understand why they are there. <laughs> I just didn't like them. <laughs> uh, as a side note, I don't know if we're at all going to cover the music categories, but I found out uh, this, and I don't know her name, the same woman uh, composed the music oh, for yeah. Tar and Women Talking. Both of those, uh, the music is amazing in both of those. Zero nominations for her. <laughs> oh. But just a little shout out. Uh that's awesome. <laughs> that's, that's a stupid amount of composing, especially when one of those is a movie about a composer. <laughs> yes. You're killing it. Good work. <laughs> that means something coming from me. I'm the best uh, host SNL's ever seen. <laughs> uh, do we even want to talk about best supporting actor? I do. <laughs> okay. I want to Brendan talk about Gleason, everything. the Banshees of Inishirin, Brian Tyree Henry, Causeway. Judd Hirsch, The Fablemans, Barry Keoghan, uh, The Banshees of Inishirin, Kihi Kwan, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Like I said, yeah. this is Kihi Kwan's to win. This is the one award that I feel like 100%. Is, is done. <laughs> I, I, I mostly just want to pop here to say, like, I loved Causeway. And Brian, I love Brian Tyree Henry so much. I'm stoked he got a nomination. Uh, and he would deserve it if he won. He's not going to. Um. Yeah, it, it's tough. I wish a lot that, of great uh, actors here, but kind of a weak yeah. category. <laughs> I wish that Paul Dano was here instead of Judd Hirsch. That, is, that like, is kind of surprising. Uh, Paul Dano was just so good in The Fablemans. Yeah, uh, I thought he was great. And to not get nominated. Uh, <laughs> That's the weird thing is like two I other think actors who were good, but like not. We talked about it ahead, which, of course, I, well, no, I don't want to. Spoil who's at the end of the movie, but I think at the end of the movie of the Fablemans, that person should have a best actor. <laughs> it was clearly the lead character the whole time. Um, but I think we had talked ahead of time. Like, yeah, I could see, I could see them throwing something for Judd Hirsch, but like also Paul Dano. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. nope, just Judd Hirsch. Yeah, odd, but okay, he's great, but very short appearance in the movie uh but we can move on that's keys keys to lose i've lost my keys before 
I didn't keys, like keys, it. Keys, so. keys, keys, keys to lose. <laughs> Best supporting actress. Yes. Angela Bassett for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Yes. Hong Chow for The Whale. Carrie Condon for The Banshees of Inishirin. Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything Everywhere All at Once. And Stephanie Hsu for Everything Everywhere All at Once. I think I'm changing my answer to this one. Now I just okay. like I just like long shots. But <laughs> you changing it to Hong Chow because no. I think I know you said that that's who you. Who, you, who is who is the Angela Bassett? I've seen Angela Bassett win. I've seen Jamie Lee Curtis really? win. Yeah, interesting. Um, hey, I love both those people. But uh, if if I'm picking who I think of these uh, women gave the best performance of the year that I saw. Carrie Condon all the way. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I think Hong Chao, Hong Chao is going to win. See, that's so interesting because I feel like Hong Chao is in like last place. Really? For what I, who I expect to win, not necessarily who I think should win. Yeah. Um, I want to vote Carrie Condon, but I just like. I'm going for it. I don't give a fuck. I don't know. I think I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to, that's who I think is going to win too. Yeah. Because I think that maybe Jamie Lee Curtis and Stephanie Hsu will split votes. I think that's the case. Um, I think that people aren't necessarily going to want to vote for a performance in a Marvel movie, especially with how the like reputation of Marvel has... Uh, yeah, deteriorated since 2019. But that <laughs> uh, was another just across the board. Everyone loves Angela Bassett, and people might want to just. And don't get me wrong, she's good in that movie. She's great. Uh, I love the line in the trailer when she, because uh, I've seen that trailer so many times. Uh, <laughs> but uh, when she's screaming about how she's queen of the most powerful nation in the world, uh, love it. I like it when I. It gives me chills every time. But Sorry, there's uh, something there. But I still, I'm gonna stick with Carrie Condon, uh, especially because Banshees of Inisherin has nominated so many. Yeah places but i kind of think that this is its only shot <laughs> I, yeah and winning an award is unfortunate because especially on the acting front everyone's amazing in that movie like like i yeah. love barry kogan's great <laughs> he has no shot but like i think everyone was wonderful in that movie but i think carrie condon's character is the glue that holds the whole thing together yeah uh, all right, so I guess we're both going Carrie Condon. Fuck we'll it. see what happens. Who cares? This is a morning record. We're loose. <laughs> we're loose. Uh, all right, best original screenplay. Okay. The Banshees of Inishirin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, or Triangle of Sadness. I can't find it on this list. I do want to read it because, hey, I'm clearly up for changing my mind. <laughs> Original screenplay. I'm going everything everywhere all at once on this one. Okay. I think this is maybe Banshee's second best shot. I chose Banshee's, yeah. Yeah. I mean I I think that's a solid choice. Um but I'm gonna stick with everything everywhere all at once on this. Okay. Uh another one wouldn't be shocked to see the Fablemans and would be very happy for right. Stevie and Tony. They've deserved <laughs> yes. it. 
Uh, <laughs> but I'm going Banshees. Again, just leaning towards the uh, more theatrical. <laughs> towards the theatrical. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, best adapted screenplay. Yeah. All quiet on the Western Front. Glass Onion, a Knives <laughs> Out mystery. Living, Top Gun Maverick. Women talking. Musical guest. Women talking. <laughs> um, as much as I love Top Gun Maverick, yeah, this is a bizarre category for it to be nominated <laughs> in, in my opinion. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we, and again, we had talked again before the announcements were made. We were making our little just to each other. I don't think it was in an episode. Yeah. Our little predictions of what was uh, what was going to get what. Uh, and you'd thrown out Top Gun for best picture. And I was like, I think Top Gun's best bet is best director, which, again, I don't right. know, going through that list. I mean, amazing directors across the board. But like, I think that would have been Top Gun's best chance. I personally don't think they're going to win yeah. best picture. But I think he 100% could have taken home Best Director. Yeah. But they didn't get nominated. <laughs> Instead, they got they nominated not, for the so. screenplay. Which is yeah. good. Not saying anything yeah, bad with it. Yeah, I mean, it. it's... Yeah, I mean, the the screenplay is, is still good because it's still a good, like, compelling... Absolutely. ...movie. Yeah. Uh, arguably, I don't think it's going to win here. Arguably so. the best out of all of these... Again, I haven't seen Living. But, like, the best example of, like, a story well told like i was talking before like mm-hmm. not a lot of fat on it fewer third act problems than a lot of the other movies i'm mentioning <laughs> yeah so it is a, yeah great screenplay i'm picking women talking i'm picking all quiet on the western front okay um i really wanted I to pick uh, glass onion i love ryan johnson so much but uh, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to choose that too, but I feel like Top Gun will have a better shot than Glass Onion yeah. will. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm I'm sticking with All Quiet on the Western Front. I think that a lot of the uh, European uh, members of the Academy are going to be looking to push that movie because that one's quietly nominated in a lot of categories. It's all quietly. It's all quietly nominated on the Academy front. No, that was a, another one of those that, like, the reviews, in terms of the people I follow and watch, like, the reviews were largely negative for that movie. Yeah. Uh, and I really liked it. I just had one major issue with it, which we've talked about. I don't think they should have shown any of the generals and their meetings and all that crap. They could have shaved 20, 25 minutes off the movie and it would have been better. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, I thought yeah. it was great. So, uh, it, yeah, is we, it time to move into a category that I'm most passionate about? We can. I was just gonna say, like you're <laughs> okay. saying, there is a subtle chance that through all of this, all quiet on the Western Front just sweeps like all of these categories, yeah. and we never saw the best picture. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Go on. Uh, best animated feature film, everybody. This Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, The Sea Beast, and Turning Red. Um, This is... Oh, no, I guess I saw everything in some of these other categories. But I was going to say this is the category where I've seen everything. (laughs) I have also seen everything. That's not true. I saw almost every... uh, I saw all the directors. Um, Yeah, I... Look, I think that this is Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio is going to win for sure. But... But... 
man, do I love Puss in Boots at the Last Wish and wish that that would win. I, for the most, this might be the strongest category in the whole of the show. (laughs) Out of all of these, the only one I would say I was like not at all, not, yeah, that sounds mean, but like not in love with would be the Sea Beast. Sea Beast was good. The rest of these I thought were fucking fantastic. I'd be, and it's not (laughs) even like a, like, oh yeah, but I'm rooting for this one. I'm like, any of these winning, I'd be stoked. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I liked the Sea Beast more than you did, for uh, sure. But I like... Uh, I think my personal least favorite is actually Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, but I think that that's the one that's going to win. Uh, I I think that Marcel the Shell with shoes on, like, yeah, I I think that that's a great movie too. But so much of that is also live action (laughs) that I feel like it has no shot. Yeah, Uh, it's tough because the category is so strong, but like just the type of animation done in Pinocchio, like the. The amount of work that went into it and how fucking good it and cool and unique and original it looked. But like on that same level, I, I decided to the first one of these I watched, I think, was uh, Turning Red. And I was shocked by how good the animation is through a lot of that movie. Yes. But then I watched Puss in Boots and it's like that also has some like wildly unique anim- like. It's so yeah. fucking often that this category is full of movies that like some are good, some are fine. And the animation's boring across the board. Like. Yeah, this makes me excited. <laughs> like, yeah, I love it's animated a stuff. Strong category. And there's just a lot of really cool shit out there. And if you haven't watched all these movies, go watch all these movies. They rule. Puss in Boots: The Last Witch is hysterical. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so fucking good. <laughs> but yeah, we gotta throw it to Pinocchio. But again, I expected this to get a Best Picture nod, which in my mind would have given the other movies a chance here. Because they could have taken the prestige of having two nominations, including Best Picture. Someone else could have gotten something. Throw out some bones, Guillermo. Get a Best Picture nom. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I do like the... I think that Puss in Boots is probably Guillermo del Toro's biggest competition. Because just based on... Maybe. You know, a lot of the prestige crowd, I guess. Yeah has talked more about Pinocchio, but the general public has kind of kept Puss in Boots. Is that true? The Last Wish, like, in conversation, I guess. I, but I still think it'll be Guillermo. Outside of it being nominated, did not know this was a movie. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's all I'm saying. I'm famously moderately <laughs> offline. Uh, yeah. But if we're talking awareness, public awareness, in my mind... It would probably outside of Pinocchio probably be turning red. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, uh, you can't ever really count Pixar out. That's kind of the thing. <laughs> so, yeah, except for Lightyear. Anyway, <laughs> you want to talk about international feature? I film? would love to uh, if I can okay. find it. All Quiet on the Western Front from Germany, right. Argentina, nineteen eighty-five from Argentina, Close from Belgium. EO from Poland and the quiet girl from Ireland. Yeah. Uh, first of all, like, Hey, this is going to be all quiet on the Western front for sure. In my mind, there's like, it must be right. It, it feels most like, so I've seen everything except close. Um, okay. 
I've uh, only seen All Quiet on the Western Front. All Quiet on the Western Front. It's just one of those cases of like it's the the biggest. Yeah, it's it's just it's it's like if we were in a different country that had a similar awards. And it was the year that Saving Private Ryan came out, which is ironic to say because Saving Private Ryan didn't win Best Picture. Right. But they are, you know, looking through those and it's like, well, there's also this big brash fucking World War II movie that's like <laughs> amazing. <laughs> so it's like it's I it's the amount of like marketing and shit for it. Like you're a perfect example of like you. That's the only one you've seen. Because you've yeah. had access to it, <laughs> like, and yeah. and it being kind of thrown in your face via billboards and ads or whatever, so most likely, but in my uh, deepest of wishes, it gets what I just said, just the the nice little prestige of being nominated for best picture, giving one of these other movies a chance. Uh, I loved Argentina 1985 so goddamn much, but I almost have to say, of all the movies, top to bottom, best picture nominees documentaries whatever of what i've seen like the it's the smallest little story but the most like perfectly told little compact story is the quiet girl from ireland okay and i'm kind of rooting for that sucker my vote goes to all quiet on the western front <laughs> <laughs> i got to say uh, cuz the way that best international feature film works is each country yeah picks one film to submit i think we're you're gonna i know what you're gonna and say india i don't know what the fuck you were doing did they not not submitting oh. rrr they submitted something else interesting uh, i can't remember what it was uh they submitted a different movie uh that uh um i'm sure is great yeah but rrr sure is, is probably across the board the biggest like non-english speaking movie in america ever (laughs) i still haven't seen it but i've heard nothing but like it's so good (laughs) so Uh, shocker yeah they voted uh they submitted uh last film show is what it was called Uh, um and it's a drama about uh, how uh the director fell in love with filmmaking as a boy well i see how you can fall into that trap (laughs) absolutely should we both uh let's both make movies about us as kids falling in love with cinema Absolutely. There's not enough of those. <laughs> Gonna get more. started on that screenplay right now. Uh, yeah. Um, you want to talk about everything, or do you <laughs> just want to go? Was there down to one of the other ones? Everything. <laughs> Cinematography was oh, the sure. other one that we had. Uh, yeah, but there are also. I mean, a lot we could cut it. We could just, you know, if you have any other strong thoughts. The only documentary I've seen is Fire of Love. It was good. I'm sure I'd like one of the other ones more, but hey, I'm always down to watch footage of fucking lava. Lava's weird and cool as shit. (laughs) There's some really cool fucking footage in there. Uh, I have not seen any of the documentaries or any of the shorts. I haven't seen any shorts. Cinematography. I'm going to take this one. I'm going to write it down because I haven't talked enough. (laughs) Yeah. All Quiet on the Western Front. James Friend. Bardo, False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths, Darius Kanji, Elvis, Mandy Walker, Empire of Light, Raji Deeks, Tar, 
Florian Hoffmeister. Now we can probably end here. Uh, <laughs> first of all, like I don't know how Top Gun Maverick did not get nominated. That, that in is this another. Category, I don't know what but, I don't know uh, what happened with Top Gun. I, I and, and I think this is what happens when you really make that push for a Best Picture nomination. You get it, yeah, <laughs> and then you don't get nominated for a bunch of other shit. You probably could have won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I chose All Quiet on the Western Front for this one. There, I would love for Bardo to get it because that's a really beautiful looking movie. But uh, I think um, I, I have not James seen Bardo. Uh, I I think I'm gonna pick Tar. Okay, I like that. Uh, pick. but I think All Quiet on the Western Front is a good pick as well. It's very cinematic. I think that's the word I was looking for earlier. Like, is it in the yeah. in the international feature? Like, compared to the Quiet Girl, which is like a little girl on a farm <laughs> most of the movie, <laughs> or the trenches of France in World War One, which is more cinematic. You be the judge. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I think we can we could stop our little uh, picks here since we're we're already running long. Uh, well, you know, every um, episode that we've done since we hit episode 200, <laughs> we've had some little quiz. Oh, boy. And I have one for us today as well. Yes. Um, because here's the thing. A lot of these movies we talk about so much, so much leading up to the Oscars and then uh, all but like three of them get forgotten about the minute the ceremony's over. Yes. Um, and since the last time we did full on predictions was that episode with Mary and Adam and Wes. What I would like to do is for us to take a look here. Hang on, wait for it. And see if we can remember the nominees oh. from that 2019 ceremony. 29, which one? Do, uh, huh? <laughs> that was the episode that we did, the or the movies of 2019 that, that uh, were celebrated in 2020. Yeah, the one that we did with Mary Got and Adam. Got it. Wow. Okay. This is fun. Now, I obviously, this. I don't expect us to um, remember the best animated shorts and things <laughs> yeah. like that, but... Um, Although maybe this was as close to uh <laughs> to it as I could wow, get this is uh, a quiz that had the nominees. I love this. So uh whenever you're ready, uh we can begin. Okay. Let's do it. I mean All right. the one that stands tall in my head is Joker being nominated for Best Picture. <laughs> and of a course, bunch of other shit. Joker. That many nominations. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> that was also I know. <laughs> Uh, that was also the year uh, that Parasite uh, won yes. Best Picture. So there's Parasite. Oh, I see little asterisks because what won? Got it. Yes, correct. Um, um. <laughs> you and I, of course, uh, in that episode, oh, yes. chose Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But our win. hearts were with little little four V Ferrari. <laughs> Oh, that's true. Ford v. Ferrari. I forgot about that I tried to get one. my girlfriend to watch that the other day. She's like, no. Uh, my heart, of course, also uh, was with Jojo Rabbit. Oh, I forgot <laughs> that was the same year as Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. Love that movie so much. Huh. 
Damn, there's so many left. Um, who I else? believe I do remember making a joke, uh, several jokes in that episode. We all, we, everybody oh, made yes. jokes about little the women. littlest women. <laughs> Was there uh, a Spielbergy? Was this the year of Bridge of Spies? No, Bridge of Spies uh, was four years before that. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even gonna type it into check. What an asshole! <laughs> uh, but I, but you know, to give you one of your one of your hey. other director boys was was in here. If you remember, otherwise I'll just type it in. One of my other director boys. <laughs> your other director boys. Who are my director of those boys? Long movies. I love long movies. Was the Irishman? Yes. God bless the Irishman. I love that movie. Um, two others. See, uh, the, my problem is that this is a list of outside of Little Women, very like big movies, and I keep thinking like, what were the smaller movies? Like, it feels like there's right. We're missing like uh, an, oh. an A twenty four movie or something. This I don't think is A twenty four, but nineteen seventeen would have been. Oh right God, I love that movie too. This is a, <laughs> this is a good list of flicks. It's not a Joker. Yeah, Joker. Yeah, I know. We're missing one movie in Best Picture. Damn. Um, obviously, uh, if you haven't noticed, uh, we will have to type in the actual actors and directors. Yes, that's right. Um, Here's, for those other nominations. So categories. we've got nine and a half minutes left. Here's my yeah. thought. Okay. Let's try to move on to actors and see if okay. that springs to mind a movie sure. that we're not thinking of. Or like um, like right now we okay let's just talk actors whatever <laughs> okay well obviously the winner was Joaquin Phoenix yes that's right uh, De Niro I think was nominated uh, well, no he was not he's not just, in here my dear boy <laughs> he types in De Burro <laughs> <laughs> he's not in here it doesn't come up it was Al Pacino supporting actor uh, Pacino I believe and I believe Pesci was as well yeah. Uh, um, Brad Pitt, DiCaprio, Brad, probably. Brad Pitt won Best Supporting Actor. Pitt. Was Margot Robbie nominated? Oh yeah, but oh, for Bombshell. That's right. That also have Nicole Kidman nominated. Oh nope. yeah, that had it Charlize did have Theron? multiple. Yeah, 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 there it is. Um. Oh. Um. No, no, that was a different year too. My, my you say you say 2019, and my, my mind goes to 2015. Um, <laughs> uh, Christian Bale, maybe for Ford v Ferrari. That sounds right. No, he didn't. I no, thought was, Matt Damon. I think Damon no, was. I think uh, we probably just both thought like Christian Bale should have been up for best supporting actor. He's awesome in that movie. We're oh, you, I remember. I know what movie we're missing for best picture. Are you ready? Yeah, our favorite comedy. Marriage Story. Oh, I love Marriage Story. <laughs> Adam Driver. Driver. Also uh, Johansson. I'm excited. Uh, for to Jojo w- and for Marriage Story. I'm excited to watch you type out Saoirse Ronan. Ronan? <laughs> oh, damn uh, it. <laughs> yeah. Th- this, Pew? Th- this, uh, this quiz is bullshit. <laughs> you just have to type in the last <laughs> name. <laughs> Not fair. Um. Okay, so we're missing two actors. Two. We're missing actors. two actresses, two supporting actors, and one supporting actress. Were any of? Hmm. No. Uh, I think I remember the best actress winner. I believe that would have been Renee Zellweger. 
It was. Oh, I'm right. So that's right. Seven uh, minutes to go. Shoot. These... Should we put some directors on the board here? Uh, <laughs> directors on the board. Martin Scorsese. Scorsese. Bong. Uh. Greta Gerwig, perhaps? Nope. No, that's Noah right. Bombach. But nope. uh, Todd. My TT? <laughs> nope. He was up. Oh for yeah, Todd Phillips. Phillips, yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, I guess Jojo Rabbit already filled out an adapted screenplay. Uh, uh, Mendez, of course. Tarantino. Oh, must have been right. Yeah, we got yeah, okay. it. So we have all the directors. Uh, we're missing one um, original screenplay. I think this was actually Knives Out. Hey, it was. good memory. Adapted Thank you. JoJo, the Irishman, Joker, Little Women. Damn. Um, let's see. Best animated feature, I think, was Toy Story 4. Nice feel like that wasn't a and i'm probably gonna eat my words i feel like that wasn't like a crazy year for animated features and it was like i remember that frozen 2 was not nominated for feature but it was for best song the wickedly talented (laughs) the wickedly talented adelta z did receive another nomination my god uh best visual effects probably avengers endgame is on there right that feels right that was that okay. Yeah, would, yeah, yeah. would Far From Home be on there, do we think? Was that no, no I think that was Would Captain Marvel, was that, that same year? I have no idea. You've got all those Marvel movies by year I in know. your head somewhere. I I do. I yeah. don't think I do. Um I'm alarmed that we're we're missing two best actors. Was Aladdin nominated? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm also kind of concerned that we're missing two best actors. I don't know who we're missing. Just type in Will Smith, maybe. <laughs> Smith. Nope. Uh, James Buchanan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Franklin Pierce. Franklin Pierce. Our favorite. Um, um, do you remember any international films other than Paris? Oh, <laughs> God. Oh, was... Um... I can't think of the name of the movie, but it was a movie from that guy who made a separation from Iran. But I can't remember what that movie was called, so I don't think I can. <laughs> <laughs> We've got 79 out of 124 nominees, which like is not is not too bad. <laughs> no, we're doing well. We've got four minutes. Yeah. Man, what other movies were there? All right, I got to think back to the podcast, because clearly we talked about all of this, right? We definitely talked about the acting ones. We like, definitely <laughs> talked about the That's acting. definitely oh, something we talked about. Uh, them two popes was this oh, year. Oh, uh, the two Anthony popes. Hopkins. Hopkins. Was Price nominated? He was. That was a bit... Okay. Uh, how that was a big one. Dare I forget them two pups. Uh, was them Cynthia Revo nominated for Harriet Ooh. this year? Yeah. Uh, she was. All right. We're down to just one best actor. One one best actor, supporting actor, and supporting actress. 
Uh, yeah. Those papas. Um, and we've got all the screenplays. We have all the directors, all the production design, all the editing, and all the best costume design. Man, who are these, those other actors, though? That's crazy. <laughs> I'm predicting someone <laughs> old. <laughs> <laughs> start for best start guessing actor. judy dench start start guessing Streep. old people two and a half minutes chalamet nominated maybe nope guess not if we want to... when i typed in cha though it did fill something in i don't know what oh, <laughs> uh, i filled in a documentary short subject so. great our document full documentaries something. on here uh, they're on here. We don't have any of them. Because <laughs> uh, it's killing me. I'm remembering multiple documentaries from this year, and I can't remember what they were called. But the one about... And yeah, maybe I've got the year wrong. Or was that last year? The beekeeping. It's like honey something. It's a beekeeper. And the... Oh, it's like my beekeeper journey or something? No. Like that? <laughs> it was not called my beekeeper journey. <laughs> it was a like, minute and a half to go. It was like Honeyland. Honey... Honeyville. Honeyland. Oh, Honeyland was the best international film. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Was it not nominated for best documentary, but it was for best international film? Yeah. Oh, no, it's also best documentary. Okay, Honeyland. I was right. It was Honeyland. Uh, So that was the same year. So there was also the, the Chinese business one. Fuck, what was it called? Chinese <laughs> business. Yeah, just keep typing what I say. Clearly, I've got it in my head. <laughs> we got one minute to go, and we're missing three of the actors. That was There's impossible. the Brazilian... Uh, wax. Brazilian wax, yes. Uh, Brazilian democracy. Fuck. That's going to kill us when we see these supporting actors, actresses, and best I know. Actor. It's, yeah, it 49 is. seconds. All right. Oh, here it comes. <laughs> I'm going to think of it. Just put Brian Cox. Maybe he was in something. For th- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to think of like anybody. Anybody. In any of these popular movies or prestige the movies. The kid from Jojo Rabbit wasn't nominated, was he? No. Should have been. Should have been. Rockwell nominated? No. Should have been. Was Zazzy Beats? <laughs> no. Seven seconds. Jeremy Piven. Antonio, Antonio Banderas. Pain and Glory. Tom Hanks. Oh, that's right. Beautiful Richard Day in the Neighborhood. <laughs> Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell. Oh, I should have gotten Klaus uh, uh, for best animated feature. I don't. I wouldn't have remembered the other three, but yeah, I should have gotten Klaus. I remember this. This was a, a weaker year for animated features. Uh, the Lighthouse, yeah. sure. Rise of Skywalker, of course. Oh, we didn't. Of course, we forgot. Of about course, the we Rise forgot. Of Skywalker. And this was the year of Rocket Man. Ameri- oh yeah, American Rocket Factory Man. and Edge of Democracy were the ones I was thinking of. Yeah. Could not remember those names for the life. Learning to skateboard in a war zone if you're a girl. Hey, been there, done that. Damn. Well, I this was only f- Yeah, I I don't feel too bad about missing most of these. Yeah. Um 
The only one that bugs me is Klaus. Uh, I should have gotten that one. <laughs> I'm um, mad about Antonio Banderas. And on a certain level, Tom Hanks. Because I loved that movie, yeah, too. Yeah, um, on a certain level, that those two are, are also kind of upsetting. But uh, the one that I know that I knew was Klaus. So <laughs> uh, that's the one that uh, bugs me there. But hey, that's hey. another episode with another quiz. We did it. We did it. Uh, if you want to hear us take more quizzes and do more episodes, you can uh, follow this podcast on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Amazon Music, Pocket Casts, HowDoWeHuman.com, anywhere that you get your podcasts. Uh, you can rate, reviews, follow, subscribe, uh, do any of those things. Leave us nice reviews. Please. Tell other people that you like listening to this podcast so that they listen to this podcast. Yeah, why not? You can also uh, check us out on social media. You can uh, check us out on Instagram at How Do We Human. We got that handle. You can um, check us out on Facebook at How Do We Human. Oh, I don't know what to say for this, but I don't think you're ready for that handle. You can uh, check us out on YouTube at How Do We Human. Handles, handles, I can't handle it. <laughs> Uh, you can also send us an email to howdowehumanpod at gmail.com. The best part of that handle is that it's an email. Evan, yeah. do you have anything you'd like to plug? No, no. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I don't. Uh, unless, uh, let's see, maybe a brilliant idea will come to me. Or a brilliant consideration from my notes <laughs> uh, oh oh of course it's an uh, i've got a new character i'm working on Ooh. uh okay you ready i am ready you are 100 correct you are so not money that is convinced vaughn convinced oh. vaughn <laughs> i like it that's all <laughs> okay chris yeah. What are you working on? <laughs> uh, great question. <laughs> I, you know, I've talked many a time about how I'd love to be a detective. I, I yeah. love spy work. I love espionage. But um, those are those are high stakes jobs. You got to really be putting your life on the line in a lot of those situations. True. And that's not for me. No. Um, so, uh but there are things that I still want to know, like, you know, people's gossip in the workplace, uh, stuff like that. So I'm forming my own agency to uh, get to the bottom of those um, less dangerous mysteries. Uh, so I am starting my own uh, espionage agency. So if you want to uh, join MI6, the MI stands for minus. Minus six, <laughs> low stakes espionage. <laughs> I like that. Thank you. I like low stakes espionage. Low stakes espionage. Mm, delicious. Okay, bye. Oh, okay, bye.